welcome to Jurassic Mysteries, where we'll take a look and discuss myths, misconceptions, and maybe even unknown facts about the Jurassic franchise. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And on this Easter episode... Happy Easter, David. Happy Easter. Thanks, man. On this episode, we're going to be diving deep into uh, our thoughts moving forward on the Jurassic, on Jurassic World 3 and the uh, conclusion of the Jurassic franchise, question mark, possibly. I... Before filming's begun, um, before any information's been released, we've we've seen Fallen Kim, we've seen Jurassic World, we sort of see the sort of general idea going forward of what they want to do, and we can have a bit of a brief chat here about it um, without really spoiling anything before any sort of content comes out, and whether or not Universal's going to continue this billion-dollar beast <laughs> past a sixth film. But um, sort of looking at what we do know, again, none of this is spoilers, but... New Blood's been destroyed. Sauna's uninhabited, as far as they've said so far. <laughs> I'll <laughs> preference that. We've we've talked about uh, Sauna and what's going on there before, but uh, <laughs> the dinosaur DNA, both samples and live animals, has been spread worldwide. Like there was Russians, there was Indonesians, um, and some other countries as well, all sort of getting animals from the auction sequence in Fallen Kingdom before uh, all hell broke loose and. Those animals and some samples are now world's what like spread worldwide, and there's also going to be, or I've heard, there's going to be a three to four year time jump mm-hmm. between the films too. It's not going to be, not going to be leading straight on after uh, Fallen Kingdom, but I may be confusing that with Endgame, <laughs> and even now Star Wars. Apparently, Star Wars said it's going to be a time jump as well, so. Yeah, time jump. Star Wars is actually supposed to be having a massive time jump, according to the actors. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see how that how that goes. But uh, currently, for Jurassic World Three, um, that's the only title we've got. Its release date's slated for June sixth, twenty twenty-one. Uh, Colin's back directing. Uh, Colin, Derek Colley, and Emily Carmichael are writing it. And Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt are the only confirmed actors returning. One one bright or two bright points I really noticed from um, IMDb is that uh, Michael Lentieri is back doing the dinosaur effects, and Neil Scanlon is back doing the creature and special effects as well. Which mm-hmm. they've been they've been here since the beginning. And um, say what you will about the film's plot and everything else, like we can pretty much say across the across all. Five going into six films now. The, for the most part, special effects and creature design have been pretty much on point. So um, that's pretty much everything we do know. But um, I suppose we can speculate a little bit. Uh, first off, locations. As far as we know, the islands are done. They want to do some more stuff mainland. Uh, David, we've commented before just how much we'd love to see the redwoods mm-hmm. re- re- return to the franchise. Um, if they got to again, if they got to put RVs and campers and don't feed the bear signs on screen just to make it, just to show you that it's California, not sauna. Do it. I don't care. I want to see the redwoods back. Same. Yeah. I, I've also heard maybe rumor or speculation that um, they may be like globe trotting mm. a bit with the dinosaurs that they're going to be kind of not integrated into societies, but that they've kind of spread out around the world and are now. A worldwide pest instead of being a North American one. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that can that can sort of briefly go into the plot as well. 
I, there's been a lot of a lot of speculation about the Planet of the Apes slash dinosaur sort of thing. Um, if there is a time jump, it is possible for them to populate a little bit more. I think the biggest problem with that, and we discussed it with the uh, Fallen Kingdom chat, is just the amount of animals that were released. There'd have to be there'd have to be someone creating new animals to sort of get get more animals there. Lot lot of animals like Rexy. There's only the one adult, so you're not going to have more Tyrannosaurs in this film unless someone's making them. Which they very well could be. I mean, uh, really, who who doesn't want a pet T-Rex? Mm. Yep. So I don't, I don't see it as Chris and Claire jet setting around trying to stop the donors. I don't, I don't really know how that's going to play into. If people are off doing their own thing, they're going to be doing it in secret for the most part. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if this is going to be like the Lost World, but the world <laughs> trying to capture animals from across the world to take them to Sanctuary Island or Sauna or what's left of Nublar just to get them out of evil people's hands. Yeah, we actually recently did the uh, Sanctuary Island uh, PD article, mm. and I, that's, so that's published up on PD now, and I kind of included the idea that we don't even know if it exists. I mean, frankly, what's to say that Mills didn't just make the whole thing up? Yeah. I'm sure it's a lot cheaper to make a model of an island than to buy one, you know? Well, it'd explain, it'd explain where all the money went. Like, if he's spending all that money on Wu's lab underground... He could just tell mm-hmm. Lockwood that, oh yeah, we've got this island, we've leased it, we've brought it, we've done whatever with it, and um, and that's sort of like exactly. the, the cover. Yeah, oh, the money, yeah, it's it's being spent. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, Molly's writing checks for lab equipment instead of islands. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yep, no, I totally agree. On on the animal front, um, how many animals we're going to see in this again? I guess everyone's. I think it's going to be really interesting if people are making their own animals. I think we're going to see a lot of variety, a lot of different, um, a lot of different looking animals than what we've seen so far. Um, especially, especially to keep Mattel happy too. There's going to be, there's going to be lots of different coloured animals. I suppose it d- depends on what what purpose there. Why why people would be making making dinosaurs as well. I like to kind of consider that the, maybe just because they came first, that the in-gen first iteration for Jurassic Park were the are the um, natural, quote-unquote, colorations for the dinosaurs. Mm. And the things came, that anything that came after is, like, say, a um, chosen coloration or something like that, that they that it's influenced by some of the other genetics of the animals. And one thing that I really would like to see return is like a big, old, gnarly male T-Rex that's just got like battle scars all over him and, you know? That would be good. <laughs> and that, that <laughs> hope is still there that he's wandering sauna. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. And as, as with animals, like I'm, I'm not talking. We're not going to see pink raptors or a purple tyrannosaur, <laughs> that sort of thing. I, I just more more a variety of um, of animals, as you said. Like if they're if they're sort of adding DNA of different things into the pot to make these animals, I, I do. I think there'll be some sort of feather reference. I don't think we'll see 
fully feathered dinosaurs in it, but I still reckon we might get sort of quills on raptors or quills on animals back as well. Um, because they've sort of appeared in the Indominus and then the Indoraptors, so they've still kept that sort of quilled raptor mm -hmm. design and idea going forward. I do know that um, Trevorrow said that he wants to bring more um, science back into the franchise, and one of the one what I take that to imply to mean is more accurate feather designs, and it'd be interesting to see kind of like a scientist from say China bringing in uh, take uh, unveiling a Velociraptor and it's like three foot tall and feathered. That's actually and a Velociraptor. Like, <laughs> it is actually a Velociraptor, and it says engines abominations had nothing this is the true heir of the chinese dragon or something mm. uh, just something like that you know yeah like this like that, that thing was an insult to the china to the name chinese dinosaur all typical americans making everything bigger <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do it properly and that actually reminds me that i recently um purchased a uh what was it? it's uh I'm not sure if anybody out there is familiar with Creative Beast Studios. That sounds familiar. Yeah, they do, like, ultra-articulated um, dinosaur figures, and one of them that they... And they have, like, a line of, like, eight different raptors. I bought the Pyroraptor, and it's, like, kind of like a brownish, orangish coloration, and it's about... It's to kind of to scale with the... Or not to scale with the kind of dinosaurs, but... It's about the size of the kind of raptors, mm -hmm. and so my, I kept I keep thinking that the first thing I want to do with it when I get it is put it in front of a kind of raptor with the caption "What are you?" and then the pyro raptor says "I'm you, but better." <laughs> nice. Moving on, next um, returning characters. This has been a big, a big thing with um, the franchise previously and moving forward i know laura dern's put a hand up saying she really wants to come back i think she's been doing that since jurassic world <laughs> but they um they haven't got her on but uh, we've seen malcolm back for fallen kingdom um i the biggest thing here and I've, we've discussed it before as well is having an appropriate story or reason for him to come back and not just hey i'm here goodbye <laughs> just as a quick cameo um mm -hmm. Well, I did like seeing Ian back in Fallen Kingdom. I don't... The whole thing he was talking about there, that we should have seen that in Jurassic World. Should, mm -hmm. There should have been some sort of mention um, of Ian being vocal against this idea or something in Jurassic World and here in Fallen Kingdom, I told you so. And no, these dinosaurs shouldn't exist. Um, like... Oh, yeah. I, I always kind of imagined him... In if he had a role in Jurassic World being the crazy old man with the picket sign <laughs> escorted back out of the park like sir we've asked you repeatedly do not come back to this island like but the dinosaurs they're going to be the end of the off soul because <laughs> yeah. I well, at least him him with Fallen Kingdom now that's three films he's been in so he's probably experienced animals the most out of anyone else I don't I mean, Grant and Ellie are that far removed from the franchise now. I don't really see what you could achieve. More so just because, especially with this new this new trilogy, oh, yeah, new trilogy, there's a lot more people that have experienced the animals a lot more than what those two have. 
Um, mm-hmm. And even even Ian as well. Like now, you've got like especially in this trilogy itself, you've got characters like Lowry, like um, Omar size like Barry, that really need to come back to have more of their story told um, and exp- and deepen those characters instead of just having them in Jurassic World as something in the background to do something here or there and then just disappear completely. I would like to see some of the kids return. Mm. I would like to get cameos from t- uh, Tim Mazzello, uh, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, it's Joe Mazzello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Mazzello, Ariana Richards, and... Uh, uh, crap, I follow her on Instagram. I can't believe I can't remember. I'm... Uh, bluffing on her name. I was thinking uh, Curtis, Kathy. but that's a that's a real screen name. Um, yeah. I'm going to cut this bit out because <laughs> this is embarrassing. Um, yeah, I can't remember her name now. Uh, Chester as well. Yeah, yeah. And just because I mean I like to get like say say they do a um, a news montage or something. I'd like to see clips like of. Uh, Tim and Lex captioned um, grandson of John Hammond, founder of InGen or something like that. And I'd just like to see what uh, what they're... I'd just like to see a cameo of them. It's, this is going to be... If this is to be the last movie, I'd like to go ball, balls out, everything everything in there, you know? Mm. Yeah. And I think with the, with the film being more of a worldwide thing, it's now is more than ever the easiest time to have some of these cameos come in, whether it's they're on holiday somewhere and come afoul of some dinosaur shenanigans or or something, or if it's some something news-related, as you said, sort of not so much interviewing experts, but interviewing people that have experienced this sort of thing before. Um, mm-hmm. mm, that's where we get our Lowry cameo and stuff like that, you know? Do you reckon he's still wearing the Jurassic Park T-shirt, <laughs> <laughs> or he's off? He's, he's off. Be, oh no, he hasn't been chased by dinosaurs, so he's not really soured by him. But, I mean, I know people died, but that first park was legit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was my voice in that film. <laughs> uh, Same. Even, even I'd love to see Julian Moore back. Oh, we'd both love to see Roland back, but again, <laughs> what? Yeah, what? He's passed away with his. Oh. No longer... I want to see what Grant is up to. I want to see what his lifestyle is like now that Jurassic has gone global, you know? Well, I done that same thing last time <laughs> when we were talking about <laughs> returning characters. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, I'm a bad man. Also, on the Grant and Ellie thing, we never. We, we talked about the start of the Lost World, uh, Jurassic Park, three minute where Grant's at that auditorium and looking for money, and people are just saying, no, we're going to wait until we can go to the island. There's nothing brought up, well, there's been no ramifications or mention of what the state of paleontology is like in a world where Jurassic World is open to the public. Uh, no, they haven't. There's, there is the paleo vet position that is introduced by. Um, by Fallen Kingdom, but yeah, you're right. Other than that, it's pretty much it's pretty much dropped completely, which is sad because I mean 
how many paleontologists has the have the first three movies inspired? You know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And how many? How many have made the journey, paid the money to go to Nublar <laughs> to visit Jurassic World and to either either confirm their theories or to look look see the animals alive? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe. Or you'd assume they'd be seeing animals and wait, that's not right, <laughs> or something like that as well. But um, yeah, it's just it's one thing I'd really love to see. I wish we'd seen it already, but see in the third film of just what what the state is, because it's sort of it's we, it's weird. We get that brief little shot in the innovation center in Jurassic World of the kids sort of playing in the sandpit looking for fossils. And it's sort of I or I see it as sort of being implied there that looking for animals in rock and bone is sort of old and gone by the wayside. It's now just kids playing. It's an amusement at a park. And those those two those two characters would be a prime example to bring in that sort of idea and what's happening there. Yeah, true. Like you said, like you said, Jurassic Park 3, that guy said, well, eventually scientists are just going to go in and look for themselves and that'll be the end of paleontology. I just think that paleontology is something that probably no longer exists mm. except, I mean, looking for possibly, it, it'd have to be an evolved science, you know? It would be work, it would be something that's working with InGen or something like that to study the animals in the flesh, you know? Yeah, yeah. And just briefly getting back to that whole paleo vet thing, isn't that what Jerry Harding would have been? Like, sure, InGen would have hired, air quotes, vets um, mm-hmm. to be in that veterinary role, but they would have had to sort of teach themselves and learn about the um, the workings of the animals they're looking after as well. And to a point in Jurassic World where they're actually teaching, doing internships or whatever, whatever that looks like to get more paleo vets in, um, mm, that's true. He would have been the original generation of paleo vets. Mm. I suppose that's another discussion too. Whether he was the only one. Obviously, there'd have to be some sort of vet on sauna as well, um, mm-hmm. or more <laughs> dealing dealing with all that sort of stuff. There, how much hands on they would have had with the geneticists when they're in the hatchery and that sort of thing as well. Where where does where does the uh, the, where does Dr. Wu's job end and where does Jerry Harding's job start? Mm-hmm. As for villains, I don't I don't really want to see the dinosaurs being the villains in this. Again, it's probably going to be someone... It's probably going to come down to money and someone wanting to exploit or lots of people wanting to exploit these animals. Yeah, I have really zero desire to see more dino villains. I'm much more interested in seeing... Um, a human villain, like one that really exploits these animals. I want to see, I want to see what we didn't get with Jurassic World, that we should have gotten the blackfish angle. Mm, yep. That's something I really wanted to see these films explore, is the angle of, I mean, you bring an animal back to life that you know nothing about, it's gonna have needs that you don't understand. You know. Mm. I mean, we we cage orcas and dolphin pens and we still don't understand fully the effects of that we know that it doesn't help them and we know that it can be very harmful for them yeah but i mean we're still learning how just how harmful it is 
to keep these animals in captivity. I'm sure it, there's plenty to be learned in the same vein with dinosaurs. Yep, yep. And I suppose that sort of goes back to the, the question before about what what plot, what reason would all these people have to make their own animals? I suppose it goes back to that original novel with Dodson talking to the bison board. Not so much pets, but more so more so being able to, especially with Congress not going to help Nublar when they're there, sort of them recognising them, them not as real animals, being able to do mm-hmm. gen- um, testing pharmaceutical... Well, there was a pharmaceutical company at the auction, whether, whether it got an animal or not, I can't remember, but mm-hmm. being able to do testing animal testing on these animals that aren't considered to be real animals, not having mm-hmm. the um, not having the uh, animal rights protesters and that. Although, I'm sure the animal rights protesters would still see dinosaur life as life, whether they were mm-hmm. clones or not. But I suppose, too, with it being a worldwide thing, the death count, um, surely there's got to be a lot more deaths in this film than we've seen in any other films before. You'd hope, anyway. Um, and some clever, some clever deaths. Every now and then in the films, we get we get a smart new death, and it's it's good to see on on film. Mm-hmm. Do the whole Spielberg implied thing. We don't need to see poor Eddie get pulled in half again. But um, <laughs> yeah. no, or uh, Mills died that way too. He was ripped in part in two by the t- between the T Rex and the Carnotaurus. Yeah, yep, true, true. But you're right. I would like to see gorier but more implied so you don't see like the intestines hanging out but for example with Dieter or with Burke where we see the blood just flowing around flowing even though we don't see the body mm. you know yep yep I suppose as a little side note <laughs> while, while I was watching um, stuff on my new TV I put um, Mad Max Fury Road on and <laughs> um, my my two kids are sort of looked at it and said M I think they um M fifteen plus I think it's R over there or whatever the next level down from R is for you guys. Uh, I, I, I mean let me check. I thought it might have been I can't remember. I thought it was R. Yeah. But But they they sort of seen that rating and going on, oh, no, we don't want to watch this, don't want to watch this and we watched I watched the start all the way up to um when they get to the sandstorm and my daughter sort of sitting in a car and waiting for something to happen. I said, no, it's, it's pretty tame for an R-rated film. Like, yes, you get yeah. some gore towards the end, but um, you can sort of do do some implied stuff like that and get real close to the um, to the PG-13 or PG rating, whatever they're going to go for for the third film, and walk that line and have some have some good deaths there, and not yeah. not have yeah. it scary. It is R rating, but I'd, ha- I'd have to agree it's a very soft R rating. I think the only reason it gets is because there's like brief moments of nudity. Oh yeah, that'd do it. Yeah, yep. <laughs> you know the you know the United States and the nudity taboos. Mm. Yeah. Um. I suppose to to end out. Um. How do we think it's going to end? And is this going to be the end of the franchise? I think it's hard. It's hard to see how how they'd let, how they'd bring this franchise to an end, especially when these films are getting a billion dollars each. <laughs> um, these new ones, I don't. Oh no, I have no doubt that Universal has already presented the Crichton estate with a deal to um, make more. <laughs> yeah, and I wonder if this this um, rumored Netflix thing is them sort of dipping their toe into some sort of expanded expanded universe or another way to keep the franchise going without 
doing the movie thing, mm-hmm. just so Universal can keep the keep the license for it and keep on making all the rights for it. Yeah, well, that is also the other reason for the Jurassic World rebranding is because the dress the Crichton Estate owns the rights to Jurassic Park. Mm. So they if they change all the parks around so that they're now Jurassic World themed. And the name and rename the movies and the toy lines all Jurassic World. They can kind of sort of circumvent the uh, rights entanglement for a while. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, at least I hope that it kind of ends. I'm looking more for the dinosaurs shoved all back on the sauna. Like, all right, we're gonna, we're going to try to take everything we can, put it back where it belongs. You know. Mm. And then, they get like the we see like the final shot of all the ships returning them to Sorna and the dinosaurs kind of happily frolicking around the island and I I just want this I just want the dinosaurs to be happy and I don't think they could ever be that with well integrated in human society you know yeah, yeah. I just don't see I just don't see an equilibrium between those two things mm. so the lost world 2.0 where Again, we get the shot, whether it's a valley of just the camera coming back, back like down the valley, and you get to see the animals grazing. You see the tyrannosaurs with a young one or something up on one side of the valley, and maybe the raptors hunting something on the other side, and just seeing, seeing that the animals are back where they belong. They're doing what they're yeah. doing, and they don't need human interaction whatsoever. Exactly. Yeah. It'll go back to Hammond's wish too, so or supposed mm-hmm. last wish of um of being being a sort of away from human interference so I suppose it's hard to sort of speculate on that without knowing how widespread they're going to be to start with because again I don't really want to see Owen and Claire just going from Russia to Indonesia to London recapturing dinosaurs that have been stolen or because um, really they have no right to as well true yeah but then again I mean maybe I'm just a sentimentalist for Kenner but <laughs> help uh, help Owen and Claire recapture the Pachycephalosaurus capture <laughs> it with your neck gun and bag it in the capture gear oh no T-Rex attack T-Rex thrashes through its out its capture gear oh. trick you with the uh, drink dart or something you know there you got me going especially when you're doing that, that voice I just imagine <laughs> like the, the ads for you remember how um, in Jurassic Park 3 you had like like the Pokedex with the dinosaurs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I just imagine the ads for that from Mattel. Um, yeah, you can see what dinosaurs are living in your neighborhood <laughs> and sort of it's got some mm-hmm. sort of scanning ability. Well, I, I just remind, it, that just reminded me I saw a Jurassic Park food stuff or Jurassic World food stuffs uh, <laughs> commercial on Twitter the other day and it was just and at the end it said, look for the official mark. Yep, yep. And the nostalgia just started flowing. I'm like, oh, you had to say that. Now I'm going to go out and buy a box of Jurassic gummies. If it's not Jurassic Park, <laughs> it's extinct. <laughs> What's that? If it's not Jurassic Park, it's extinct. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, in, in the last world, when it was, look for the mark of Jurassic Park. Yeah. And that's what I remember a lot. And then it's just like, oh, you had to go use, you had to do that. Now I want to go. Now, just because you you uh, baited me with nostalgia, I'm going to buy your product. <laughs> Congratulations, you have me and my money. 
like when um, Jeep did the Super Bowl commercial mm. with Jeff Goldblum being chased by the T Rex in the redwoods. I'm like, oh come on, you, you're just you're just uh, purposely feeding me this now, aren't you? you I mean, it's you, you ever see the the uh, Halloween episode of The Simpsons where Homer goes to hell and they're just feeding him donuts and the devil's like, dude, what are you like bottomless? <laughs> <laughs> it's me, more Jurassic Park. I need more. Yeah, so that's um, I think a lot, a lot of other things we've sort of discussed before, as we we're talking before, sort of some better deaths. Um, return to some of those sort of darker, darker environments like the redwoods and that. Um, Having, as as you said as well, like having having the compies or baby raptors or something around the the child child's bed, just that sort mm-hmm. of imagery. That's um, that's pretty much uh, episode six. We've got a little bit while to wait. We'll be looking at June twenty June six, so it's probably not going to be until next year when we start seeing production stuff come out. So we've got a little bit of a wait ahead of us. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe by the end of the year we'll start seeing principal photography kind of um, starting up. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe in some casting. Mhm. Yeah, because if they get sort of casting, if they start promoting that such and such is coming back or something like that, it'll really start getting the ball rolling with fans and start to build that excitement. Especially sort of Colin's little tweets of something on set or. Something like mm-hmm. that as well would be good to see as well, but um, but that's uh, that's been our thoughts and speculation on going forward into Jurassic World Three. I don't even know. We couldn't even speculate at a title. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just think I'm just thinking how though. I remember when we were hungry for any kind of news in 2014, and Colin Trevorrow treats out a location scout picture with the um, caption Nublar. And I sent the whole fandom into speculation mode. And then and that flash forward to now when Disney releases the teaser for uh, The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> and all of a sudden everything that everybody hated about The Last Jedi is forgotten. And, and every single Star Wars fan form is in a tizzy speculating about this movie and I just I can't wait for I can't wait for that you know yeah. I just I just I'm looking forward to the marketing a lot because I mean this is going to be it this is going to be our uh, rise of Skywalker mm. unfortunately more more people that um, disliked <laughs> episode 8 are now now seeing things in a teaser and that that JJ's back and maybe writing the <laughs> ship and changing some of the things that um, were changed in that, but I. Well, it's funny. It's funny because Stan Winston, the Stan Winston School page posted a meme called uh, where um, it was like prequel fans hear <laughs> the first laugh in um in the last er, in the Rise of Skywalker trailer, and all and all of a sudden they're like, and then they post a picture of. Jeff Goldblum saying, you did it, you crazy son of a bitch. 
And I posted this to a couple Star Wars. I mean, I'm sorry, a couple of Jurassic Park groups. I am. I'm a member of on Facebook. And I'm like, oh my god, you guys have more. I'm like, you guys have more cynicism than the actual Star Wars fans. Like, mm. give it, a, give it a chance. It's, <laughs> it's not even finished being edited yet. Yeah. I suppose, oh, maybe not. I wonder if this, if a comparison with us would be if Spielberg said, oh, I'm coming back to do Jurassic World 3, but I think there's, some of his later films, I think there's been a lot more sort of 50-50 on amongst fans, or Spielberg mm-hmm. fans, with whether they like it or not. True. Um, I recently got to see The Big Friendly Giant, mm-hmm. which was actually a childhood favorite book of mine by Roald Dahl. Yep. And I just love, I remember being a kid and loving this book and then I watched the movie and I remember the movie didn't get very good reviews and it didn't get a very, it kind of bombed and I don't know why. It follows the book very closely and it's very well made. It's whimsical, it's fun, it's like a, it's a Spielberg movie. Yeah. It's what you'd expect a, a Spielberg movie to be. Whimsical, fun, and pretty accurate to the to the source material. You know. Well, that's I mean, no, yeah. It's not Jaws. No. But then again, it's not War of the Worlds two thousand five either. It's 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 just not. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and that's like you look at Tintin as well. Um, I don't think Ready Player One done as much as what the studio was hoping as well. But I wonder again, if... another. Um, another Spielberg movie I did like that kind of didn't get good returns. Mm. I I would say it's probably not as best. It's not as good as Big Friendly Giant, I have to say, but it's still kind of fun. It's got good characters. It's got a good story. It's what it's not his. It's not Schindler's List. Don't look for Schindler's List here, but it's still a good movie. Yeah. I wonder if, like, back in the day, like, when you have trailers, you'd have, like, Spielberg <laughs> plastered up, the Spiel- Spielberg film, Amblin Entertainment, or whatever else, and you'd it'd get you excited for a film, where now, I don't think having a certain director on a film gets people as excited as the film itself. I just wonder if the Spielberg draw is no longer there. Younger people know who he is, but aren't really drawn mm-hmm. to his type of film, or True. if it's just a subject material, like... Yes, it's. I, I remember. I remember big fan friend of John as well from when I was young. But it's not really. Like I, I haven't seen the film yet. I would like to see it eventually when it comes to Netflix, if it does. But it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not something I'd run out to see. Um, and that may be why it didn't do so well in the box office. Mm. But then again, Guillermo del Toro is a name draw for me. If yeah, I see yeah, yeah. movie, or if I see that he's directing a movie i'm like oh i like him i like all, all every movie i've ever seen by him i admit this may be something i'm interested in you yeah know? yep no there's still a few directors like that i can jj abrams is definitely in that boat as well um yeah i like <laughs> whenever anyone mentions james cameron it's just like oh is he still doing avatar <laughs> uh, <laughs> james cameron James Cameron Element is another name jar for me. I yeah. see James Cameron, I'm like, damn it, I like every movie he's ever made. Sign me up. Here's give me my, here's my money have right you, here. Have you seen Alita, Battle Angel? 
I have not, but I don't think he directed that, did he? I thought he just executively produced it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. He was originally supposed to, like, because he's had the rights for that since back when he was going to do Jurassic Park. I think he's been working on it for a very long time. But, yeah. But, I don't know, something about the eyes, and I can understand the uh, justification for it, but it just does not work for me. The eyes were just... Mm. It looked like a Snapchat filter the movie. <laughs> yeah. you know? Yep. Humanoid short circuit. <laughs> Johnny Five. <laughs> Big eyes. Um, yeah. All right. All right. So that'll do us for uh, Jurassic Mysteries Episode 6. David, thank you for joining me for this bit of a discussion going forth into the Jurassic franchise. Um, we can come back at this in two years' time and see how completely wrong we were or, or right we were. Um <laughs> And, uh, and yeah. So, well, again, happy Easter, because um, this is coming out the Easter, Easter weekend, and um, don't eat too much chocolate. <laughs> if you... I've, uh, I found, and when I was also at Meyer, I found that they were uh, selling Easter, or Reese's Easter eggs for, like, 50% off. <laughs> and I, I bought two bags, so... Yummy, yummy. <laughs> I'm a huge Reese's fan. <laughs> oh, delicious. All right, don't eat too much, and um, we'll be back next week with another Jurassic Minute. All right.